RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Saturday Night Livestream. Joining me on the show tonight, good friend and returning guest, a powerhouse of conservative Ohio politics, my good friend, Tom Zawistowski. He is part of an organization called We the People Convention, and Tom and I are going to be speaking tonight about the direction of the country. What is happening to the party? What is happening to our movement? How can we transcend the controls that are being put on us all the time? How can we make it through? Well, Tom has been in this game for a very long time. He is a really great guy. I met him through our friend, J.R. Majewski. So hopefully you enjoy the conversation we have tonight. Do me a favor. Don't forget to hit the like button. Hit the red pill if you're over there on the foxhole. If you're on Getter, you just tap the screen. It'll leave a little heart, and it lets other people know that this is a show worth watching. Wouldn't mind it if you shared it out there on your social media as well. Thank you very much to Doug Simey for getting it started on foxhole with the gold pills. Dropping a can. Thank you. All right, without further ado, please sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and I'll be right back after this with Tom Z. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here, and please join me in welcoming my guest for this evening, Mr. Tom Zawistowski. Tom, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great, Zach. Really looking forward to this conversation. Been too long since we've had a, a long chat like this. It absolutely has. And let me just get that rumble chat on screen for the audience. And there we go. Good stuff. Yeah, welcome back. You know, it's been uh, quite some time. I think the, the the last time you were on the show was before the 2022 midterms. And uh, boy, Tom, it's a very different world from that time. Uh, I think that a lot of people had uh, some big hopes for what was going to take place in November 2022. I think a, a lot of people were also kind of worried that we were going to get a repeat of what we saw in 2020 as well. And obviously, it was a big bummer to see what they did with Jr. I mean, he really he should have won. He should have won. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people should have won. You know, last time I saw you, we were at the pit meeting, you yep. know, where we we're seeing, you know, what true the vote had come up with, which was shocking. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yet, you know, it's all kind of played out. I mean, I love the fact, Zach, that, you know, we've been called conspiracy theorists all the time. And yet every single thing we ever said has turned true. You know, it, it's really been the truth. So, you know, people should listen carefully to what we have to say, because generally we know what's really going on. It's true. It's true. And uh, someone in the chat had asked about uh, 
Mike Gill and uh, whether or not I was going to have him on to talk about the Pandora Papers. I I actually covered the Pandora Papers in detail several years ago when they first came out. Um, And uh, unfortunately, that show was lost to history with uh, the uh, my deletion from YouTube in October of uh, 2020. So uh, but yeah, you know, maybe I'll talk about the Pandora Papers again in the future. It's important, but um, it was uh, it was quite some time ago. So uh, I feel like there is bigger fish to fry right now. And, uh, you know, obviously, Political corruption, uh, the uh, the banking corruption of the elites. I think that that's at the heart of what we see here, because I mean, how do they move so effortlessly through these various worlds? I mean, they have to do it with money and and they quite often are, are hiding their money in various locations throughout the world. Uh, but I, I think that we have a more pressing issue at hand here in America right now. And that's not only making sure that our elections are, are safe and secure, uh, but I think that we've got to come together as a, a movement again. You know, Tom, we are so fractured right now. And I know you guys have been talking about that a lot over there at We the People. Yeah. You know, Zach, I've been going around uh, Ohio, particularly doing presentations to groups. It's fu- it's a funny thing. Um, you know, I've pretty much been persona non grata with the establishment uh, throughout the 15 years that I've been involved with the Tea Party and things. And a funny thing happened this year. I got invited for the first time ever to speak at Republican Party Lincoln Day dinners in counties around Ohio. I've wow. done three of them so far. You know, and when I first got the call, I, I kind of said to the, you know, the county chairman, you really want to have me come and talk to your people? Because you're not going to like what I have to say. And uh, what I've been trying to explain to people, Zach, is that what we're going through right now took 50 years to develop. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I've gone through, I think you'll remember before Tucker Carlson was unceremoniously tossed out, he had done some videos about how the CIA killed John Kennedy. Yep. How uh, He had a, a powerful video about how they got rid of Nixon. That you know that was a CIA you know effort to get rid of Nixon and basically put Gerald Ford in, and and so the message that people you know needed to hear is, I'm 67 years old. The only person I've ever elected for president is Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Every single other president they picked. You can pick, you can vote for anyone you want as long as it's whoever we tell you you can vote for. Right, and that's what we're going through right this minute. Right. That's the bottom line. It's about control. And it's about, you know, I mean, the deep state couldn't be dirtier. I mean, the Durham report, you know, was devastating to, you know, to it and the stuff that's going to come out this week. So what I'm trying to get our people to understand is that no one's going to save us, Zach. No one, you know, Trump's not going to save us. The Senate's is not going to save us. We, the people, are going to have to save our country. Right. And we're going to have to do that. By, by staying together and understanding who the enemy is and, and focusing all of our efforts you know, on the enemy, not on each other. And boy, you know, brother, as I do, you know, we're in a circular firing squad all the time on the conservative side, and, yep. and we got to stop that stuff. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I've seen this developing over the last couple of years. You know, I mean, one thing that always struck me, uh, was the manner in which that the left is so highly organized. You know, I mean, I, I've, I've said for so long, you know, we really lack when it comes to conservative activism. And that's gotten better over the years. Um, but more than anything else, 
These people have no problem working together if it means the destruction of our way of life, if it means that they can keep us out of the seats of power. Uh, And unfortunately, when it comes to our side, uh, we're too busy chopping each other's heads off uh, so that we're unable to work together so we can affect the same type of change that they do. It's really stressful sometimes. Well, let's let's you know talk about we're gonna have a lot of bad news in this podcast we have a lot of good news so you know we'll we'll talk about some good news things okay Okay. so way way back when the tea party started you know i'm a businessman right i'm looking at things from a business perspective and one of the first things i noticed was is that there's a real progressive movement they have buildings cars full-time employees money organization you know all these things Where's the conservative side? Mm-hmm. There is no such thing. There's conservatives like you and I and our and our you know followers and fans and all that, but but there's not a structured conservative side. So why is that? Okay, well it has to do with the fact that you know first of all the left is being driven by the communists, the communist Chinese for uh, for the most part. They were driven by the Soviets, but when the Soviet Union fell, the Chinese kind of stepped in. But here's the good news when people say to me, because it looks so hopeless, John. I mean, you know, Zach, you see it all the time. It looks like, oh, my gosh, they're coming at us from every direction. How can we possibly win? Well, I got a real easy answer for that. They only exist because they steal our money to fund them. Mm -hmm. When you you say, oh, we're going to give $10 billion to the EPA for environmental justice, don't you know? Well, what you and I know from our experiences, that's $10 billion to pay people to do election fraud, mm-hmm. to, to pay people to be trans activists, whatever. Yep. And so if we can ever you know, win the presidency again and reestablish ourselves, we've got to defund them. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have any following. They're not 50% of the people. They're like 10% of the people. Right. But they managed to fund themselves with our money mm-hmm. and, and then use it to beat the daylights out of us. So here's a, you know, just everyone understand we can win. We just have to defund them. And that's what I think Donald Trump wants to do. He gets back in. That's what Ron DeSantis wants to do. That's what we want to do. That's what Congress wants to do. Well, you know, ironically enough, Kevin McCarthy and the House just had a, a prime opportunity to do something like that. And this yep. is another thing that really frustrates a lot of people, Tom, is that the the Democrats really know how to plant their heels in the ground and refuse to give any concessions. They will not give anything up. You know, the only reason any Democrats voted against that spending bill is because it didn't go far enough on, you know, trans rights issues and environmental, you know, equity and stuff like that. Uh, but but for but but on our side, you know, Kevin, he, he didn't do anything. I mean, like one point five billion dollars off of the uh, 80 billion dollars or whatever it was that was already earmarked for 87,000 new. I, what, what does that mean? They're they're each going to have one less 10 millimeter clip in their bag. I mean, like that's that's a drop in the bucket. We still have all of those brand new law enforcement agents with uh, uh, arrest power who could come knocking on your door and ask to see your business receipts if they don't like your politics. I mean, we've seen it happen in the past. There, there's no reason to say it won't happen again in the future. What about well, them? Why? Why have they? Why are they not bothering to do anything about it? Well, so you know, and this is you without a doubt that is our frustration, right? I mean, through for the whole thing, 
you know, even going back to, you know, you know, your audience may not know, but, you know, I was one of the lead plaintiffs in the uh, Tea Party uh, targeting by the Obama administration. Yep. And we sued them and fought them because, you know, that was government turning on individual people and, and attacking us. Mm -hmm. and, and, and during that time, you know, we had uh, we had sincere people like Jim Jordan saying this is wrong. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. But we had people like Mitch McConnell who was saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we're with these Tea Party peoples. And the closed-door meetings, he was just telling a completely different story. They wanted to destroy us. They, you know, John McCain was asking the IRS to come after the Tea Party, right? So this is this is the history of this. But, but Zach, daggone it, man. You know, we started out with nothing. Mm -hmm. And so far, you know, we, when Obama was elected or, you know, and not, you know, when he was ordained to be the savior – Okay, um, they thought it was going to go on forever. You know, we we shut that down. We took back the house yep. in 2010, electing 64 people in one year. We flipped 64 seats, shut down the whole you know Obama. You know, let's transform America into some communist state. Then you know he he got reelected, and quite frankly, based on what we now know. I think that they were doing the same thing in 2012 because mm -hmm. I remember we were working really, really hard to, you know, defeat Obama because he was a horrible president. Sure. Right. And in our county, Portage County, Ohio, we had people at every polling station, our Portage County party. We had people at every polling station handing out things and stuff like that. There was nobody voting in the inner cities in our county. And in these in the red areas of our county, there were so many people voting that the state highway patrol had to come because interstates were getting blocked. Okay, and Obama won. And I said, "There's no way. There's no way." Okay, so this cheating that we're seeing now and that we're you're, you're digging into now, folks, this has been happening for 25 years. Mm -hmm. 25 years. And so the problem was. As you alluded to, the Republicans who aren't Republicans went along with it. Mm -hmm. They benefited from it. They actually have cheated in the past too. Absolutely, to keep power from the people to mm -hmm. not represent us. And it's taken fifteen years of us digging and questioning and and holding their feet to the tire to get to a point where hey, twenty real conservatives held McCarthy hostage when he wanted to be speaker. And and boy, the media, Fox News, these are traitors. Matt Gates is gonna let the Democrats win, you know, run the house and blah blah blah. But no, no. Those were the guys. That's the first group that we've gotten to the point where we stood up. Now, yeah, we're disappointed with the debt ceiling deal, but we still got more than we ever got, even though we didn't get what we really wanted. And you've right. got to keep perspective, Zach. We've got to keep perspective. Well, uh, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's it's definitely important to uh, allow yourself to celebrate the victories and to kind of rally around those things. Um, and despite the fact that maybe we didn't see all that we wanted to see at the midterms, uh, we did actually, you know, elect quite a few people. I think that uh, we 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 have an opportunity to kind of pull a Tea Party 2.0 move, where you know every couple of years we can get just a few more people in. But it's convincing those people to keep 
working for our values, to, to continue to put forward uh, the, uh, the, the best interests of the American people. You know, a lot of people take a look at Marjorie Taylor Greene and they say, you know, she's turned her back on America. You know, she's not the same person. I, I, I'm on the fence about Marjorie. I'd like to get your thoughts. But I mean, when I see her, I now see somebody who is uh, is allowed into the halls of power. OK, she's now got committee assignments. She's actually being allowed uh, to perform her duties as a representative. Uh, she's out there uh, uh, leading the charge. She she filed those articles of impeachment. I wasn't so happy that she announced that the J6 videos were being released the day after they uh, they they agreed to that debt uh, uh, conciliation. I felt like that was like throwing scraps at the dog that you wouldn't allow to have the whole steak. But w- what's your what's your opinion? on Marjorie now. So, yeah, you're, you're, there's a couple of things I want to touch base with there. First of all, this is a classic example. The woman has gone to the mat for us. Mm-hmm. She's the first one with Louis Gohmert who actually went to the damn prison and visited the J6 prisoners, okay? And then, and then we're going to question, like she turned her back on America. Like all of a sudden, you know, they wave the wand and she takes off the mask and she's somebody totally different. That's bullshit, Zach. That's bullshit. And I have the same problem here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. We got people in Ohio who want to criticize Jim Jordan. What the hell do you want for Jim Jordan? I've do you seen want it a lot. Jim Jordan's life? Jim Jordan's life sucks. Yeah. He's giving it his all. He's under attack 24-7. This is what I mean about perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, you know, when someone just, you know, our people just go off if you just do one thing that they don't like. It's true. I mean, I had a person write to me today saying that Tom quit quit supporting Ron DeSantis for vice president with Trump. He's a traitor. He's a traitor, Zach. Yes. Did you ever read his bio? Do you see how what he did in the military? A traitor. How dare you? Yeah. Call this patriot a traitor and then ignore his freaking record in Florida where you're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who was ever done? I'll take that in Ohio, Zach. Send that up here, baby. Mike DeWine ain't doing that for me. Rhino Mike DeWine. And we're going to call him a traitor? Yes. Shut the hell up. Shut up. You're it's an extreme. idiot. Yeah. Okay? It's, ex- so, it's, it's too extreme. Yeah. We got we to keep perspective. Don't attack our friends. Help us out of here, man. I mean, again, and I love this coming from people who support Trump because, like, yeah, we're really thrilled about Operation Warp Speed and mm-hmm. what Trump did with COVID. Oh, yeah, sign us up for that and some of the stuff he did with gays and, and his positions on abortion. Listen, folks, these aren't saints. These are people. Mm-hmm. One of the things you and I have learned, we've interacted with these people. They're people. They make mistakes. You can't judge them like to be on a scale of 1 to 10. They always got to be 10. Yes. Nobody's 10 all the time. All right. But are they with us? Are they fighting for us? Marjorie Taylor Greene's a fighter, man. She's done a great job. And and I'm not going to throw her under the bus. And I said in my podcast today, Zach, you know, I was on this topic and I said they want to divide us. Mm -hmm. The only way they win is for us to be fighting each other. I said, so here's the deal. You can support DeSantis. But don't say anything bad about Trump. Say, I love them both. They're both great. I like DeSantis because he did legislation and not executive orders. You can say, I love Trump. Don't say anything bad about DeSantis. You can say, 
you know, I love them both, but Trump's been there. He's the Super Bowl quarterback who won a Super Bowl. He needs to get back in there. Why do you have to say the negative things? What, what's, why do you have to say that? Stop it. From my perspective, it's this uh, th- this like social media culture that people have now. I mean, everyone is so quick to go to those extremes. But also, you know, there's this unrealistic expectation that people have drilled into them that, yeah, people have to be perfect. You, you know, I mean, like, let's again, pull back, get a little perspective, take a look at the leadership that we've had for, you know, my entire lifetime, 45 years, you know, and uh, the the. The really good years have been few and far between throughout that entire time. President Trump did some amazing things. He wasn't 100 percent perfect, but I think that, you know, most people during that time were not attacking him uh, for, you know, something that they thought might have been a bad decision. But more than anything else, you know, Washington, D.C., is a is about deal making. You know, politics is about relationships. You know, it's about uh, you you give and take. I mean, that's the only way you can get anything done. I mean, you've got hundreds of people working together. You know, I mean, to to make decisions, to pass bills, and unfortunately, you know, n- nobody can be perfect in that type of a, type of a situation. You know, I mean, you, you've got to be talking about matters of degrees here, oftentimes on uh, on certain things. And uh, well, and yes, to, people are just too quick to throw the baby out with the bathwater if somebody does or says something in front of the camera that they don't agree with. You've also got to remember that just because somebody has a soundbite or gives a quote on a certain thing that I don't think that adequately conveys their true position necessarily. I, I mean, you, you know, you're talking to a reporter or you're talking for the camera. Maybe, you know, it, these people are actors at the end of the day. You know, I mean, like they're playing a part so that they can try to move these interests forward. Right. Zach. So let's, we got to take this to a different level. Okay. So what you just said is really important. The left Look what happened when Joe Biden got installed, okay, and his regime took over the you know the White House. They signed like a hundred executive orders the first day. They had all their people ready to go in position. When Donald Trump was elected, no one thought he was gonna win. So there were no people to put in those positions. In his entire four years, Trump only filled like 60% of the positions that he could have filled to run the government. And those people in the government were undermining him every step of the way. Yes. So I want to get your people to focus on a couple things. The reason we're for, we are supporting a Trump DeSantis ticket is because we can't fix this shit in four years. Mm-hmm. We need a 12 year plan, not a four year plan. Second of all, you've got to have division of labor. You've got to get all your people together and focus on the right thing. So in my opinion, we were pushing for DeSantis to be VP because we want him to be president for two terms. And what do we want him to do? We wanted him to focus on recruiting Senate and House candidates for 2024 so that when Trump DeSantis win the presidency in 2024, that they can then have the people in in the Congress to pass the legislation we need. And if Rhonda Sanders spent eight, the next 18 months doing that instead of attacking Trump and being attacked by Trump, we'd be a hell of a lot better off. But I want to introduce your audience now to something that 
no one's talking about, and I hope you will get involved and you will talk about it because it's the most important thing I think that we've ever seen out, out of the you know our our side, the conservative side. This is called Project 2025. It's a Heritage Foundation you know, uh, program at project2025.org. Now, here's what's going on. The people who were the personnel people in the uh, Trump administration are now working for Heritage, and they are trying to recruit the 4,000 people that the next conservative president can appoint to run the agriculture department, the energy department, you know, the uh, small business administration, all that stuff. So you, your listeners, can go to project2025.org, download this thing that's called the Plum Book. The Plum Book actually lists every job in the federal government that the incoming president can appoint. You can then apply for that job if you think you could do it. And then what they're going to do at Heritage, Zach, is they're going to recruit them. They're going to vet them. They're going to put them through a school to explain what the hell happens if you go into the beast in D.C. and they're trying to destroy you. They're going to do white papers and they're going to do executive orders so that when whoever the conservative president comes in in January 2025, it'll be just like what happened with Biden. And so you're going to know already what the EPA is going to do. You're going to know what the you know energy department is going to do before they even get sworn in. That has never happened ever on our side, Zach. No, that's what we're doing to win. Because this time, when we win, we can't be flying by the seat of our pants. We got to have a freaking plan. Absolutely. And, you know, this would solve a major issue that President Trump had in that first term. You know, I, 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 a lot of people were always, you know, questioning, you know, why did he choose this person for that job? You know, oftentimes I, I feel that President Trump's picks, even though they may have seemed kind of interesting and perhaps maybe uh, ill-advised at first, I mean, he always seemed to get what he wanted out of those positions. The real problem is that administrative state uh, in, in government, you know, those unelected bureaucrats that get appointed to all the positions that you don't necessarily hear about. They're working for the people that you're seeing, all the secretaries and, and the cabinet members and stuff. Those are the people that we have a problem with. And if President Trump comes back into office and the RNC hands him another list of 6,000 people and says, this is everybody that you need to uh, appoint to your administration, we're going to be in the exact same position. So I love what you're talking about here. I think this is brilliant. Um, and, and I've also been saying recently, Recently, that when President Trump is reelected, he has got to go in as a, a completely different type of leader. You know, strong, decisive Trump 2.0 has got to play hard. We don't have time to pussyfoot around. America is crumbling. We've got to install some really decisive action and points and and, uh, and, and pieces of uh, policy so that we can undo a lot of what's happened here in Joe Biden's couple of years in office. Do you, would you agree? Oh, Zach, you know, put like 50 exclamation points after what you just said, mm -hmm. okay? I mean, Bill O'Reilly was talking to Clay and Buck the other day, and Bill O'Reilly's a pretty level-headed guy, okay? I mean, he's not, you know, uh, an extremist. He would probably disagree with me on a lot of things. He said on Clay and Buck this week that we must destroy the progressive movement, destroy them. He said there's no getting along with them. We must destroy them. Well, how the hell are we going to do that, Zach? 
Well, you've got to have people who are going to go into office, starting with Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. who infamously destroyed all of us after we chanted, millions of us chanted, lock her up, lock her up at every rally in 2016. And then he, he wins. And in January, he goes, oh, they're good people. I went to their daughter's wedding. You know, I'm not going to lock her up. I hope to hell, I hope to hell that he woke up and understands we're at freaking war. These people have tried to kill you and your family. And mm-hmm. you better freaking kill them first before they kill you. So mm-hmm. we're not talking about anything you've ever seen in your life. So these 4,000 people we're trying to recruit, and of course, we have to recruit not 4,000 because you want to have some choice. It's like when Trump did the Supreme Court. He didn't say, well, I'll appoint these three people. He said, you know, here's 20 people. I'll appoint three out of that. So we really have to recruit like thirty or 50,000 people to apply for these 4,000 jobs so we can get good people. But here's what's got to happen, Zach. The people who usually get those jobs are donors, mm-hmm. the sons and daughters of donors, uh, people who want to run for office, who want to get a pension, who want to go to K Street. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Fuck that right now. You know what I'm asking? I'm asking your viewers, your people, we need freaking patriots. Now, yeah. listen to me. This is serious shit. You ain't going to D.C., when I know people who went to the GC with Trump in the first time, they got a rectal exam from the media. They are, their hometowns, you know, they looked and locked on doors and talked to their neighbors. They tried to ruin every one of those people. So this ain't a kid's game. We need people who are retired. We need people who are have had businesses, but they sold them, and now they can defend themselves. Heritage is even talking about having lawyers and social media people to defend you when you go in there. Because guess what, Zach? We want to do this F4 reclassification of these federal employees. We want to fire like 40% of these fuckers. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to be happy, Zach? <laughs> you think they're going to welcome us in the fucking door? Right? <laughs> so you better come in the damn door swinging, pal, with yes. big hooks, okay? I'm coming because I'm coming to kick your fucking ass, you pricks. You sons of bitches who destroyed our country and went after our children. Fuck you. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Who's going to do that, Zach? You think rhinos are going to do that? You think people you know in the Republican Party are going to do that? So I'm telling people, project2025.org, get your ass over there and start to recruit people to go to D.C. So so that website actually goes to uh, a suicide prevention website. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, oh, it's project 2025.org project 2025.org. That's that's hang on. project 2025.org. Residential transition project. Okay. So, oh, okay. There it worked <clears throat> for okay. some reason. It was taking me to, it was, yeah, it took me to the wrong website before, but um, no, Tom, okay. I absolutely love the passion. I think you're totally right. And, uh, and yes, I would like to excise uh, roughly 40, even maybe 60% of the federal government from Washington, D.C. We just don't need them. You know, I think that uh, we, America could hum along at uh, a much greater clip if we were to reduce all of that bloat. And uh, I mean, um, so many of those federal agencies exist for the sole purpose of uh, justifying their own existence. You know, I mean, like we're, we're having some incredible results right now in the Supreme Court. You know, I mean, I, if anybody is uh, following along with 
you know, the EPA case. Uh, there's a couple of different uh, uh, Second Amendment cases. I am now uh, double indemnified against the uh, ATF pistol base brace ban because I'm a member of Gun Owners of America and the Firearms Policy Coalition. So, I, I mean, there's some exciting things taking place, and, I, and I'm, I'm stoked to see what else is going to arise out of there. But we do. We need to remove all of that additional weight that's currently burdening the federal government. You know, we could do whatever is happening in Washington at the state level, and it would probably happen uh, a lot more smoothly than how it is right now. But, you know, those people are not going to go willingly. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Okay. So, again, who's going to do that? Who's going to have the guts to do that? So yeah. I open up by saying to you, Trump's not going to save us. DeSantis not going to save us. We, the people, have to save us. I'm telling you how to do it. I'm showing you the door and saying, let's go. Now, I've told Paul Dance, who's the director, if you go to wethepeopleconvention.org and just search on project2025.org, you know, we, uh, I interviewed Paul Dance and I asked him hard questions about, you know, what are you going to put these people through? And I don't want people freaking applying for these jobs and then, you know, the president doesn't appoint them or whatever. So go to project2025.org, go to wethepeopleconvention.org and then search on Project 2025 and look at this. But this is when it turns, Zach. What do we really want? We want to get rid of the ruling class bureaucratic deep state and replace them with what our founders gave us, which is a constitutional republic that has that limits the role of government, right? Constitutionally limited governance so that all these, like, for instance, all these agencies that have their own freaking police force. No, no. Trump wins. It's over. Yep. All you bastards, you turn in those... Po- I know what I want? I want them to say, okay, the IRS, the Postal Service, the EPA, you all have these your know, armored vehicles and stuff? Yeah. Guess what? The American people can come and pick them up for free because we already paid for them. We yep. want those weapons in our freaking hands because you sons of bitches can't be trusted. Yes. Now, think about that. Now, you know, and, and I'm sure Media Matters tracks you, all these guys. Tom's Anastasia is a nutcase. Oh, this guy's dangerous. He's talking about overthrowing the government. No, 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 no. We're talking about restoring our government. We're talking about restoring the rule of law. They're the ones who overthrew the government. They're the ones who are using weapons against the American people illegally, okay? But I know that to do this is going to take a lot of courage. And that's why I get upset when people say Ron DeSantis is a traitor. Mm -hmm. Look at what he's done in Florida. So to me, you got Trump running the executive branch. You got DeSantis managing the the Congress because he was a congressman. He will have recruited these people, turning our stuff into legislation that guts the left, guts it. All the money they steal from us, trillions of dollars they steal from us, it's gone. You want to see people get religion? You want to see people start voting conservative when they ain't getting that money stuck under the door to, so they can go you know, give their vote to somebody? That's what we got to do, folks. We don't need this crap. But nothing they're doing can't be fixed. We can fix it, but you need the will yes. to fix that. You need the will. This is war. This isn't politics. This isn't a game. We're about this close to losing our country completely to the communist Chinese. 
Oh, you're absolutely right. L- listen, Tom, we've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back in a moment, guys. We'll see you in a second. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you very much for sticking around. So let me get a couple of these uh, super chats over here on Rumble. Low Country Brooklyn says, in order to destroy them, we must first publicly call them what they are, neo-Marxists. We must also mock them relentlessly, take a nationwide stand against SEL, and no one budge one inch. It's communism. And then she also says, this is why all North Carolina delegates must attend state convention next weekend to vote in the new North Carolina GOP chair, John Kane. We are done with the Uniparty. Yes, I, I agree with you. Now, I want to actually address something um, that I see people talking about in the chat. People are very upset uh, that you said anything positive about Ron DeSantis. One thing that I want to remind people, I see a lot of people saying Ron DeSantis is deep state. Ron, Ste- Ron DeSantis is, is captured, you know, or he's a dual citizen of, of uh, Israel. And so therefore we can't trust him. Um, you know, I, I want to remind everyone that uh, earlier I was saying that these people are actors. You know, President Trump came from entertainment. Uh, many of these politicians uh, play a role in front of the camera and not a damn one of us is present inside their mind uh, so that we could know what decisions they're making or the motivations behind them. What I will tell you is that many, many times, in fact, I mean, I think every single uh, item that I can imagine uh, in terms of these political races for president The vice presidential pick is generally chosen from the slate of uh, losers in the primary. I mean, it happens all the time. So, you know, when I see somebody like Ron DeSantis running for president here in the primary season, somebody who doesn't have a, a snowball's chance in hell of beating Donald Trump. I mean, despite all these people that are being paid to support him and, you know, I, I mean, say that they're they're done with Trump. Yeah, I, I see somebody who really is uh, is auditioning for the role of vice president. And, uh, you know, you may not like Ron DeSantis in comparison to Donald Trump, but I mean, what's the harm in uh, in just, you know, making sure that we keep our eyes on the real enemies here. You know, I mean, Ron DeSantis will reveal himself to be whoever he is at the end of the day. He's been a good governor for Florida. I've got no complaints about him down here. Um, Has he done everything perfect? No, but neither has Donald Trump. Uh, But if Ron DeSantis, if he was to wait and run for president in 2028, I think that he would probably win. I mean, I don't see any other stronger Republican candidates out there besides Donald Trump. So anyways, this this goes back to the idea of perspective. You know, I mean, like we don't really know what's in these people's hearts. And, and I mean, I I tend to trust Donald Trump. And, uh, and you know, I mean, there's not very many other politicians that I trust. But whatever Ron DeSantis is doing, I think we have to let it play out. Well, so this goes back to things that people say to me, you know, send me emails and say, oh, you know, DeSantis will never be vice president to Trump because all the horrible things Trump's saying about him. Folks. You know, Donald Trump, like you said, he comes from media. He comes WWE. This is a game, right? Donald Trump, he he said all those terrible things about John McCain, and then he helped reelect the son of a bitch, right? Yep. Yep. Listen, give it up, folks. Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump could get together like that. But here's the point we don't have any time. You know, you may know, uh, your your you know, viewers may know, we took out a full-page ad in the Miami Herald just like a week and a half ago, pushing Bush, uh, DeSantis and Trump to run together. 
And in that ad, we said to DeSantis, we had a section for Trump. We had a section where we made the case for Trump. And we had a section where we made the case for DeSantis. And you can see that ad at wethepeopleconvention.org. Just uh, look at our uh, on our articles pages. You'll see uh, a story about that. We said to DeSantis, if you want to be president, the fastest way for you to become president is to be Donald Trump's vice president. Because whoever Trump picks as his VP is going to be first in line in 2028 and 2022. And if it's not you, Ron, you're going to be waiting a hell of a long time. Second of all, it gets back to what we said about having a 12-year plan. Mm -hmm. We, We did a poll. Folks, so all you guys tell me, oh, to send us this, to send us that. We did a poll through Rasmussen, a national poll, to find out the best ticket, the winning ticket. Rasmussen's poll showed that if Trump and DeSantis run together, they beat Biden and Harris 51 to 43. There's no other poll out there that shows any Republican, Trump or DeSantis, over 50 percent, okay, or beating them by that margin. That tells you something. When Trump and DeSantis came together, you picked up independence. You picked up in the swing states like 5% more people. Because, again, some people like Trump, some people like DeSantis, but if they're both on the same ticket, you get them both, Zach. That's practical. And so all you people out there who want to beat up Ron DeSantis, he is our future, like it or not. There is nobody in this country more conservative who've done more for the conservative cause you name it crt dei illegal immigration drugs i don't care what topic you want ron DeSantis has just blown them all away and you're going to trash the guy no we're not going to trash the guy we're going to take care of him because whether trump wins or not guess what ron DeSantis is a big part of our future a big part of our future Right, right. No, I, I agree. I agree. Let me propose a, uh, a, a a second scenario for you. Recently, President Trump kind of intimated uh, when he was speaking that uh, General Flynn should be ready uh, come 2024. What do you think? I mean, I know you've had, uh, you know, some relationship with General Flynn. What do you think about General Flynn as a VP pick? Personally, myself, uh, I think that would be great, you know, but I haven't done any polling on it. So I don't know how the rest of the country feels. All right. I, gotta, I have to be careful here. Okay, um, that ain't going to happen because there's a, a more important role that General Flynn will oh. play. Oh, well, because I can see him as uh, SecDef, you know, I mean, or uh, perhaps, you know, going back to DIA or, you know, any any type of uh, entire. Go, yeah. go, 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 go higher. Okay. Go okay. higher. Okay. All right. Because he knows where the bodies are buried. Absolutely. And, yeah. And he needs to be in that position to dig them up and throw them out. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, so that's you know that's a good uh, good thought, but that's what? what I mean about going to war. Those conversations are happening, mm-hmm. okay? Because he understands General Flynn understands who the enemy is and what has to happen. So you know, just understand, folks, this is not about your wanting this guy over that guy. That's kitty stuff. That's mm-hmm. child's play. They're trying to you know let's bring in Chris Christie. Right. What's Chris Christie coming in for? <laughs> Chris Christie's coming in for one thing, just to attack Donald Trump. Yep. That's yep. He's coming in. He can't win anything. No. Ignore Chris Christie. Yep. He's nobody. Nobody. All right. Stay focused on project2025.org. 
finding the people to run the government, putting our best team on the field. So I was disappointed when we couldn't get to Santos to not declare his running mm-hmm. and try to work with Trump. But you know what? We can go, as you said, it's usually someone from the, you know, the primary they pick for VP. We can go through this whole thing. DeSantis is going to be under fire. You're going to learn more about him. Trump's going to you know, figure out who this guy is. But if the polling shows after the primary that the best ticket is Trump DeSantis to win, damn it, that's the ticket, period. It's well, about winning. It's not about your opinion, your feelings. I don't give a shit about any of that. It's about saving our damn country, and we must win in 2024. We must win. Absolutely. And, and you know, uh, let's let's also consider the fact that I that uh, I I believe that the deep state rhino contingent of the Republican Party, I, I feel like they have kind of been courting Ron DeSantis. You know, I mean, he took meetings with Jeb Bush. Obviously, Jeb's big down here in Florida. I mean, not you know among my circles, but I mean, he's got history, shall we say, you know, and it seems like uh, other people that definitely a lot of us don't trust. Uh, have been out there rooting for Ron DeSantis. Um, I, I think that the the reasoning behind that is because uh, these people are so desperate to put anybody's name out there that they think could potentially take on Donald Trump. And just because Ron took a meeting with somebody or they wrote a check to his campaign, it doesn't mean that he's beholden to them. You know, yeah. if if these people think that they can control Trump through DeSantis, uh, then, you know, there's a greater likelihood that they would allow that to happen. And, uh, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean that it's going to be so. I think that President Trump is always going to be his own man. And uh, and and Ron doing whatever he's doing, you know, I mean, like there's got to be a reason behind it because the numbers are just not there. Now, President Trump pays attention to polls. OK, we know this. Absolutely. The number okay. guy. Yes. So, you know, we we know that polls oftentimes are bullshit. Uh, But I mean, you know, there are legitimate polling places out there who know how to get the data properly, who know how to to sample properly so that you can, you know, extrapolate that to the rest of the country. President Trump is paying attention to those things. And if the numbers are there, you know, then, he, you know, it's just it's a it's a foregone conclusion. He would just he would go with Ron DeSantis because it's the smart play. He always likes to have the odds in his favor. Yes. Let me address a couple of things you said, because they're really important. So these people who tell me about the Cokes and the Murdochs and even George Soros, they claim, is supporting you know, Ron DeSantis, and that proves he's compromised. Yeah. This reminds me of when the Tea Party started and some guy would show up as a Nazi yes. or, or, or a Klansman, and they would try to say, see, Tom Zawistowski's a Nazi, mm-hmm. right? That's how stupid that is. That's how stupid it is. Number two, the people doing this aren't necessarily giving money to Ron DeSantis. They have their own PACs that they're running, okay? And Ron DeSantis has nothing to say about that, okay? Mm -hmm. It's real clear. They want to use DeSantis to stop Trump. Exactly. But if you go to my podcast today at WeThePeopleConvention.org or go to the the page on our website that says uh, DeSantis announces, all right? There's a video where Newsmax asked him directly, is you know, is Paul Ryan running your campaign? Is Carl Rove running your campaign? And Ron Asena says unequivocally, he said, I haven't talked to Paul Ryan since I became governor, and I've only met Carl Rove once in my lifetime. 
And yet I got people writing to me all the time. And I even was wrong because I got it from a bad source. I had been claiming that these people were involved with this campaign. And mm-hmm. DeSantis goes on and on our website. You will see I list every conservative bill that they have passed in Florida. It will make your eyes gloss over. Yeah, DeSantis says, would any rhino, would any of these guys go and, and do the things I did? So this idea that they control him is bullshit. Yes. Okay? It's just bullshit. But they're putting it out there because they want those people in the chat room arguing. They want them arguing. You've got to understand the reality that these guys are our generals in the war to defeat the communist Chinese and take back our country. That's who they are. And we've got to support them, even though they sometimes do shit you don't really like. You can't throw them under the bus. They're tried and true. DeSantis has proven it. You can't you can't question his record. And and yet our people want to not buying it, not buying it. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I was really surprised. I guess I don't know why I would have been. But when George Soros made that comment, you know, I'm supporting Ron DeSantis. He's not supporting Ron DeSantis. He's supporting anybody who's not Donald Trump. And there isn't a single conservative worth of salt out there that heard George Soros say that he's supporting Ron DeSantis for president that would have made them consider Ron DeSantis to be a more viable candidate. Certainly, it wouldn't have convinced anybody on the left that Ron DeSantis is somebody they should vote for. I mean, it's so it's it's very, very transparent to me. And I guess that's what I'm surprised about is that people they they see George Soros. Obviously, we don't trust George. We we, we don't like anything that him or his organizations have done. I think that he has spent uh, many millions of dollars trying to destroy America. And, uh, you know, it's all about whatever is good for Soros and, and his agenda at the end of the day. So if he says, you know, I'm supporting Rod DeSantis, you know, he's really just saying I'm not supporting Donald Trump. And we already knew that. So, you know, I mean, it's just it's so it's so clear. And, you know, oh, again, propaganda. exactly. Propaganda. Yes. They're yes. With your head, kids. That's all they're doing. The yeah. media, that's all the media is going to do. Oh, Trump and DeSantis are each other. Yo, Trump said this terrible thing. Block it out. It's, it's all lies. It's all propaganda. Mm-hmm. Understand we're at war. We need to win the war. Our generals are Trump and DeSantis. We've got to elect them. We've got to try to get them to run together because that's the winning ticket. We do need to do this project2025.org. That is, for any of those people in the chat room who want to talk about Trump, DeSantis, forget it. It's more important for you to help us with Mm project2025.org because we elect anybody and they don't have these warriors who I describe to go to D.C. and and got the beast it won't matter folks it won't matter you've got to go in there and and take ground and inflict casualties on them and we didn't do that last time okay so there's things like you know the, the deep state you talk about you know ray and, and and merrick garland and stuff i mean i i think you probably saw the article that came out this week that chris christie's the one that convinced trump to, to hire ray yes Yes. Chris Christie, how to hire Ray? That crap's got to stop right the hell now. Right the hell now. Okay. I can remember Christopher Ray in front of the Senate testifying you know, to get confirmed 
And the Democrats said, will you commit to us that you will not let President Trump direct you at all as far as the investigation of Russia, Russia, Russia and stuff? And Christopher Spray said, I will, I will commit to that. I will say that to you. His phone should have rang that minute. His phone should have been ringing in his pocket, and it should have been Donald Trump saying, you're fucking fired, asshole, because there's <laughs> no fourth branch of fucking government. You fucking traitor. I'm no. withdrawing your nomination. That's what Donald Trump should have done. Okay? Yeah. This is serious shit. The fucker betrayed the president before he was even sworn in because mm-hmm. of an asshole like Chris Christie was whispering in Trump's ear. We can't have that. Now's the time to recruit and vet those people. Now is the time. I hope no. I, I, people are getting a different view here than they get on those podcasts. I hope sure. they're seeing a whole different way of looking at our situation. Because if we don't start looking like this, the left's going to eat us alive. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so real quick over here on Rumble, original Clag, good to see you, buddy. He says, uh, folks, we must consider this is a manufactured riff. Remember Sessions and Trump and that little tiff, consider the option. This is something that I've, I've suggested many times in the past when we were talking about President Trump being an entertainer. I mean, the man came up in wrestling, okay? I mean, he was out there with Vince McMahon, WWE. Have, you guys, you guys, I mean, everybody knew He was knew good him. at it. He was good yeah, at it. He was really good. You know, I mean, Hollywood Hogan and, uh, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper, you know, they hung out together after their matches. You know what I mean? Like everything they said in front of the camera was was for the benefit of the people watching. It's a it's a it's a play. It's a movie. This is what makes a great movie is 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 these great actors. And President Trump has had a command performance, whether it was in front of the cameras in Washington, D.C. or in front of the cameras in Hollywood. You know, I mean, he's always talking about central casting. You know, I mean, they're looking for people to play roles. And unfortunately, it happens on both sides of the aisle. You know, I, I I think that the people on the left, you know, the ones that are, are are pushing out the propaganda, they are making messaging which will cause us to go after each other. And I've said this so many times. If we have our guns pointed at each other, they're not pointed at the left. They're not pointed at the communist Chinese. I mean, you, at a, unfortunately, <clears throat> in, a, in a situation like this where we've got many millions of individual Americans, hundreds of millions of Americans, you know, no one is going to have a, a, a monolithic train of thought. We are all going to have different things that are more important. We're all going to have decisions and policy that that uh, hold more weight with us. You know, I think we've all got like some very core tenets that we can rally around and yeah. uh, we have to be able to move within this system and accept that people are not going to be 100% like us and they're not necessarily going to say or do the things that we want them to do at any given point. Again, Washington, D.C., politics is about deal making. It's about uh, give and take. And quite often, you know, these politicians will give concessions. I want to go back to my original point, though. It just never seems like the Democrats are giving up any concessions. Uh, You know, we've just got all of this stuff that's being handed off 
by the right. And, uh, you know, that's that's why it's so important that we've got to be focused on our next upcoming elections. We've got to be focused on the policy that we need for them to that we need for them to implement. We've got to be focused on candidates that are going to represent our interests. And they consistently keep us spinning our wheels in that moment with whatever rage bait they're trying to push out onto us today. You know, people are so upset about Ron DeSantis running for president. They left the the, the chat. Hopefully you guys come back, you know, but like just recognize that this is not what it seems all the time. You know, we are living in a fantasy world and, and they're they're pulling our strings. Well, you know, I, I talk to people about the fact that you know, I only read biographies and, and history. I don't read science fiction at all. And I saw the movie The Matrix years ago. And now I can't stop watching it. If it comes yeah. on at any time, I watch it because we're living in the freaking Matrix. Mm-hmm. Nothing is real. Yeah. They're, they're pride month. There's no fucking pride month. That's bullshit. Okay. You know, gender fluidity. Fuck you. There's no gender fluidity. You're mm. mentally ill, dude. Okay. <laughs> Go get some fucking help. Yep. You're sick. All right. And and so it's all a mirage. We are living, we are floating in a sea of lies. Mm-hmm. So what do you got to do? You got to do what you said. You got to remember who we are. You believe in the rule of law. You believe in free speech. I don't have to hate you. I mean, here we are talking. We're, you know, I'm yelling. I'm swearing. People are, you know, hearing what I'm saying. But we love each other, man. We're mm-hmm. friends. We're, we're on the same side. Yeah. We don't have to hate each other because we disagree. This is what Twitter and Facebook and the social media mental illness is, right? Yeah. Got to stop that. Who are we? We believe in dis- uh, in arguing things but not because we hate each other, but because we're trying to get to the truth. And then we believe in fighting for the truth. Mm-hmm. And then we believe in fighting evil. We believe in justice. We believe in, in defeating the, the, the communists, Soviet, you know, communists, the, the, the Nazis, whoever it is, the imperial Japanese, they're evil. That's the enemy. The enemy isn't, you know, these people who voted wrong on an issue. You know what? There's a process for that. We'll replace them with better people. But stay focused on the people who are destroying your local community. Mm-hmm. Go after them. And that's why the school board thing is so exciting. Because we're seeing people who never were involved in politics coming into politics at that level saying, you're screwing my kid. And I'm gonna, I will kick your ass. Okay? We need to start saying that. We we need to stop following the, the, the you know the the shiny object right mm-hmm. the bright shiny object and we need to be attacking all the time the people who are against us mm-hmm. and and we haven't done enough of that but we're starting to get there and the Bud Light thing and the Target thing is starting to have people understanding we're pissed off we've had enough of this crap and we're not going to have men in girls sports we're not going to let them in my daughter's dressing room we're not going to have them in the bathroom with my wife we're done with this crap you people are sick you're not you're not intellectuals you're you're ignorant fools you're indoctrinated communists who don't even know what you're talking about capitalism works freedom and liberty works america's the greatest nation in the history of the world we are the least freaking racist country ever mm-hmm. anywhere on the planet okay there wouldn't be millions of black people trying to get in here if we were what they said they were 
So stop buying the lie, whether you're at work, whether you're at church, whether you're at school, whether you're in a picnic, whether you're you know, with you know in your community, and call these people out publicly, challenge them. You don't have to get a fist fight with them. You just gotta say, I ain't buying your lies. I'm telling the truth. You don't know what you're talking about. There is no gender fluidity. Men can't get pregnant. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is a, it's a battle of ideas more than anything else. And I think at the end of the day, we have much better ideas. We we, we can back up our, our reasoning with rationale and uh, real world data. You know, the, the people that we're fighting against, uh, they're being ruled by these ideologies and, and emotions. And unfortunately, I've just seen so many people on our side start to give in to that emotional affect. You know, people are not making decisions based upon logic and they're not going after these problems in a logical way. You know, they just get so wrapped up in that bright, shiny object that you mentioned and uh, and they neglect to really address things in the way that uh, that make a sense. Now, you're right. Uh, the people who are joining school boards and who are getting rid of these uh, uh, these, uh, uh, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion efforts in schools, uh, you know, getting rid of these pornographic books. It's so vitally important because those people are now entering into the political world and they can ascend through the ranks. And you have to start locally. You know, I mean, you said earlier that uh, this isn't a, a, a new problem. You know, we've been captured, a captured nation since Kennedy was assassinated. And it's not going to it's not going to be fixed overnight. I mean, we are really talking about a long term plan here. And I think getting President Trump back into office uh, could help us. Well, I mean, it's the quickest way we can possibly get there. I mean, we've got to be able to do that. But if we're going after each other instead of focusing on uh, really getting the right people in, uh, then we're going to be screwed. It's going to be uh, it's going to be no good. Um, all right, you guys, we actually uh, have our first caller on the line. I've dropped the information into the chat. It's on screen right now. If you want to join the conversation, if you have a question for Tom or you want to comment on anything we've been talking about, that's totally cool. Uh, you just dial 646-931-3860. Then you're going to be prompted for the meeting ID and the passcode. The meeting ID is 836-0838-2071. And the, and the passcode is 646-276. Or you can just use that Zoom link and click that uh, and if you have the Zoom application on your phone, tablet, or your computer, then you can go ahead and uh, and join us. All right, here we go. Bringing in our first caller. And I just want to say once again, thank you, Tom, for being here. And I appreciate your passion. Uh, it's one of the things that I liked about you immediately when we met all those years ago back in that restaurant. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Hey, what's happening, Zach? And uh, welcome, Tom. There you go. Good to it hear seems from like you. I'm back to back first callers. Saving the best for first, I'm guessing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, Tom, I, I, I like a lot of your points. I love the energy. And I worked uh, the last elections in 22, and I plan on working them in 24. Uh, but I think we're at a precipice of opium, if you will. We, we reached it last year with. Uh, the September 3rd deadline when you could no longer uh, pull back any of the records on the stolen election. Uh, so I look at it, you know what, what's the next big precipice for hopium for we are going to win. Trump will be back in. Um, I want to say it's probably 4th of July. This is what I wanted to tell you last time I called. 
you know, we got to support uh, the movie, The Sound of Freedom. Because oh, yeah. it's all about the kids and it's about buying tickets ahead of time. Who knows if they'll even be showing movies on the 4th of July, the way it looks. But I'm saying pre-buy your tickets, support the cause. If that's going to wake some people up, and that's what we need, more people awake to the realities of what's going on is supporting movies and vehicles like that. Um, but I, and I have to quickly mention this because it was very good hopium news. I just uh, saw the real raw news where my governor, Governor uh, Stretch and Gretchen, has been arrested. So if that's <laughs> true, boy, I'm the happiest man on earth, brother. I'm telling you what. If, you if, know, if only, just, if only it was true. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I and so just, uh, just so you, just to let everybody know, I'm working on getting uh, Jim Caviezel and the people behind The Sound of Freedom on the show here in the near future. So I hope to be able to help promote that movie as well. Um, but yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, keep keep going. Okay, um, and, and Tom, I want to talk to your point uh, with with the elections and everything. First of all, you're saying that DeSantis could be on the ticket with Trump. Uh, there's also details about the special rule. I don't know if it's a law, codified, whatever, that a vice president and a president cannot be from the same state. So I'm guessing Trump goes back to New York. Or he picks a favorite state. Yeah, so we we checked into that. We talked to the Federal Elections Commission. This has happened numerous times before. Uh, Bush, Cheney, we're both in Texas, and Cheney uh, changed his residency to Montana. He had a cabin up there, and, and he he got you know changed it there. Um, and so Trump owns property like all over the country. Yeah. So he can change his residency. You know, say I'm from New Jersey at Bedminster there. You know, I'm, I'm, that's my president, my primary residence. So it's not an issue. And I, I people bring it up a lot because it is in the Constitution. But what's interesting is that rule actually has been changed. You can you can be from both states, but an elector from that state can't vote for two people for president and vice president. You know, uh, they can't vote for them in their state. So you would lose the electoral college votes of Florida. If they didn't change, if Trump didn't change his residency, but it, it's just a formality. Yeah. You just fill out a piece. Of yeah, and, and, and Tom, as you know, anybody that's watched politics in the last uh, decade, uh, well, since the Clintons, know that Republicans suck at lawfare, yeah. and we're going to have to have lawyers everywhere, not only watching the election, but all the upcoming rules and way they're going to obfuscate the, the law and everything. But with ongoing prosecutions, as I said, oh, where, where does Carter Page get his good name back? Yeah. Uh, we should yeah. be suing the Democrats into oblivion like they did with Roger Stone, like they did with General Flynn, like they did with, you know, uh, every, every one of the trumpets that, you know, surrounded him. And I think Rance Priebus was probably a horrible choice for the uh uh, the chief of staff, but he had to get past Paul, uh, uh, Paul uh, Ryan in, in the house. And uh, Cliff Sims wrote a great book about the first year of President Trump's uh, presidency while he was in there and he got backstabbed. But it was, it was incredible about the inner workings of the Trump White House and how people were playing off each other and they really weren't working for Trump or the people. They were just working for themselves and how 
you know, all the generals other than Flynn were just backstabbing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but my, my concern about the census, and it's one of the... Let me jump in on one thing that you said that's really, sure. really important. Really important, okay? So this is, this is what drives me crazy. Because while we're having all these people from the governor of North Dakota and Asia Hutchinson and Tim Scott and, and Larry Elder and everybody and their brother is going to be in our primary and we're going to all be you know, fighting and arguing back and forth, what is the left doing? They're, they, they don't even want Robert F. Kennedy, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. to even get you know on Instagram. You know, there's no debates. There's going to be Joe Biden's going to be in his basement and they're going to do nothing. You know why? Because they're taking hundreds of millions of dollars and they're investing it in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona to win. Who's doing it on our side? Nobody. That's why I wanted to get DeSantis and Trump to run together because. Then you wouldn't even have a primary. It wouldn't matter. And then you can absolutely spend your money building this legal team and this grassroots get out the vote team to win in these swing states. Damn it! And Trump didn't do it in 2020. Uh, I know for a fact that Jay Sekulow from the ACLJ separately, and and then Catherine Engelbrecht from True the Vote, both told the Trump campaign. They're going to steal this election. You need to get lawyers in all these states that we're going to, they're going to steal it. And Brad Parscales kept telling Trump that he was going to win by so much they couldn't cheat. Now, have we learned from that mistake? I don't see any, any evidence that we have. And that's why I'm doing shows like this with Zach to raise awareness that our focus is in the wrong place. We got to fight. But you also have to look at the primary uh, uh, method and the, the, the focus should be on, as Rush Limbaugh used to say, it was Operation Chaos. All right. And we used it in Michigan. We voted for Bernie Sanders because we knew uh, Trump was going to win Michigan. All right. That kept Bernie in the We could do the same thing with Robert Kennedy. And I almost suggest we do it because the best. Uh, fight against Biden is on the inside with Democrats. Uh, but I just, I, I want to talk to the point on DeSantis that it, it's really got a bug in my craw. That, let's say Trump drops out and it's going to be DeSantis. Everybody's going to vote for him that wants Trump. But I'm troubled by the Yale Knights of Malta, any secret society that has some, because I don't think Trump would be in a secret society. He'd be bragging about the secret society. He wouldn't keep it secret. Uh, I'm worried about any secret society. I don't call, I don't care if it's the Masons, it's, you know, Illuminati, Knights of Malta, whoever, uh, Mormons even, you know, they have these rituals and it's like Scientology. They want you to admit to something wrong so they can blackmail you. And they've got something to hold over you in the future life. And and there's a lot of butt play, which I think with the Masons and everything, you know, why do they always want to play with your butt? Anyhow, <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that they're always messing with a secret society. It's like, it should be out in the open. All right. It's like, you know, Groucho Marx said, I, I don't want to be a member of any society that would have me as a member. So I look at it, you know, that's a, that's a negative for DeSantis. Is he bought off? Is he bought and paid for? 
Is he playing his role as the tribute band for Trump? And is this all negligible if Biden gets impeached, kicked out, and Trump gets put in? So uh, well, yeah, can, I, can, I don't can, like... Okay. I was just going to say, Casey, we're, we're, we got to take, we got to move on to the next caller, but I want to get Tom's thoughts and then, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Go ahead. So here, here's my problem, guys. <laughs> you know, the, everybody's got opinions and there's all these rumors and all this stuff. And I've got a picture of DeSantis with Soros or a picture with DeSantis with Paul Ryan. It's real simple. He's got a record. Go read it. At wethepeopleconvention.com, I've got, or .org, wethepeopleconvention.org, I've got his whole record, everything he's passed since 2019. You don't do that if you're compromised. You don't do that if you're lying. You don't do that unless you really believe it, because nobody else is doing it but Ron DeSantis. So I don't want to hear about all these theories and philosophy and bullcrap. The facts are he's the most conservative governor in freaking history. Compared to other ones like Abbott. And yes, I understand that. But I'm also looking at, you know what? He can't play against Trump until he decides to run. So that that previous record of conservatism was just on the coattails of Trump. Okay, so I I, I don't want to say a sheep and wolf clothing. That's not fair. Trump definitely elected him. Don't get me wrong. But but Trump never even saw that the Santos would do the things he did in Florida. That's just, that's DeSantis. That's on DeSantis. Go read his biography. You know, study the guy. The guy's, the guy's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's serious as a heart attack. And I'm, I'm, he's our future, damn it. That's who I want. I want a guy I, like that as president. I want a guy like that, you know, uh, you know, making policy at the federal level instead of the state level. Because that's where we got. But he is, yeah. I was going to say he isn't the only young candidate, though, because everybody looks at Trump's age. So oh, sure. you've got you've got Don Trump Jr. You've got Vivek Ramaswamy. You've got young, popular Republicans. And it doesn't have to be DeSantis, although well, I would like it if he did as a running mate and then took over for the eight years after Trump's next four. Yeah, I, th- I think I think, uh, you know, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me. And the only other thing <clears throat> about all those those other people you mentioned, I don't think that Vivek Ramaswamy has a, a, a future. I mean, he, he's not he doesn't have the 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 groundswell, the support among the base. He, you know, he's really not doing it. I don't know anything about his record. I mean, I, as far as I know, he hasn't been a politician, really. Um, but, uh, you know, Don Trump, you know, a junior, I would love him, but he hasn't announced anything like that. So. You know, until then, it's all speculative. Yeah. But okay, but well, thank you very much. And, and uh, Bavake will be in the cl- in the cabinet, just like Ben Carson. But yeah, yeah you guys yeah. have a great weekend. You too, like say Sound of Freedom. Everybody, get out there and pre-order. Yeah, thanks Amen. for letting me know about that. I'll, I'll promote yep. that. Yeah, Pre- appreciate you. Right, have a great night, brother. You. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. <clears throat> okay, so let me bring in our next caller. Got two people on the line. And caller, wrote a great book about the first year of mute your stream. Mute your your stream. (laughs) All right, caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, what's your name? Kitso. I'm sorry. Could you you call me Kitty? Kitty. Okay, Kitty. Hang on, I'm turning down. Yes, yes. Good to good to hear from you. Um. First off, Tom. Nobody is really pissed off about DeSantis being a president someday. What everybody's pissed off about, and I'm a 35-year-plus resident of Florida. I've been watching Florida politics. Grew up in the shadow of Chicago and Gary, Indiana. 
So I understand corruption, flipping, playing the game, selling yourself out, and then going all the way to the dark side. Problem is, is Ron is walking a line. Ron was elected very strongly last fall. He was on the road within 30 days promoting his book. While he was doing that, Florida legislators, we love Ron, so they're going to let him run for president. The correct thing for Ron DeSantis to do was when he ran for a four-year term, was put in at least three years. Okay? Yes, I agree. We all asked him, are you going to bail? Every time he said something, anything Mm -hmm. near it, it was a sidestep. So the only thing we really could do was protect ourselves from Christie. So Ron won this time by default. Mm-hmm. So he's yep. in, but he's, he's ready to bail. Who's yep. behind him? <clears throat> Who is behind him? I don't see him grooming anybody. I don't see who's going to step in as governor. No, you're I don't think that's right. fair to us right now in this turmoil. He has not backed up January 6th. He has not backed up the harassment Trump has been through with the stolen election. And I find it quite interesting how he raised the flag, how perfect everything went in Florida. How do we know? We don't. Kitty's absolutely right. You know, as a Florida resident, as somebody who helped elect Ron DeSantis to a second term, I mean, I don't know a single person down here who was excited about the idea of him running for president, especially against Donald Trump. I mean, we just elected him Uh, in a perfect world. You know, he would fulfill that four years in his second term. And Kitty's right. You know, I mean, there's at least two, you know, yes. And there's there's two. There's nobody yeah. behind him. She's so right. You know, I mean, we, uh, who would end oh. up taking his place? OK, so let's let's talk about a couple of things. First okay. of all, Kitty, you know, you're a real patriot. I can tell just by your voice. I, you know, you really care about this country, not just Florida. So here's my problem. I don't think we have the time to wait for Don, Ron DeSantis. I think we're going to literally lose it all if we don't win in 2024. And I needed the best team on the field. And that's why we did the Rasmussen poll. Now, when you say. Then your job, then your job is, is fraud. And your job is calling out media. Your job is calling out the DOJ. We have to call out the malfeasance. We can't just talk about the cute little shiny object anymore. You know what? I don't always agree with Steve Bannon, but he said, we need to go medieval. And we do, because these people kill us a thousand cuts at a time, all the time, all the time. I'm watching chemtrails over my house every week, chemtrails. We're having these crazy storms. Where's Ron? Ron approved mosquitoes. And you got guys like this Donald guy, was it Byron Donald, who's in Mm -hmm. Congress? You got Gates. You know, he would be a great VP. He yeah. would be a great VP. He'd be a great governor. He would be a great governor yeah, of Florida. Don't tell me there's but the problem. But the problem is, is he's on the right end fighting the right stuff right now. He's fighting the corruption. He's fighting it. Sure, and so Ron isn't great. doing shit. Well, Sorry, Zach. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're passionate that's and it's history. understandable. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I'm trying to get the I am just so tired of the sellouts. I am so tired. I think here's how you solve here's how you solve politics. You take our taxpayer money, you take a fund out of our taxpayer money every year, 
You set that aside for the politicians. Right now, media's got to give every politician, any federal politician, two minutes every four hours. Please. Anybody running for federal office. Then you take the state. You, the media's got to give them one minute every four hours. Free. We pay for it. That takes the money out of the politics. You got to nip the corruption. To hell with raising the shiny object. And I don't mean to yell. I love Byron. In fact, I just found out Stubby's my guy. And I am so thrilled because I haven't been paying attention because I've been going through a hurricane. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. where the hell is Juan? He came here and talked all about the hurricane. We're still got trouble. We still have trouble. But I've got a book sale going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you you know, know, so, so Kenny, you know, from, from what I've heard, what Tom was saying, uh, is really his, his point here is about numbers and I can totally get behind that. I understand that. I understand exactly what you're saying. We have the numbers, Zach. We have the numbers, Zach. They ended up in creeks. Yeah. No, we got the numbers. It's the corruption. I get it. I get it. I know. I know. And, but, uh, you know, I believe I understand what Tom is saying, that if we don't take 2024, then we are basically up shit's creek. Uh, and I agree. Shit's you know, right now, with everybody saying that's oh. the only thing that matters, it's sure. everything between now and then. Oh, and Ron's no, not I here. I agree. I agree. And Ron's not here. If we're talking about Ron. Ron yeah. is not here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I believe that, uh, of course, Donald Trump is going to win the primary. Uh, and at that point, either Ron DeSantis is going to be the vice presidential nomination or he's just going to come back to Tallahassee and he's going to have to do what he has to do to run the state of Florida. In the meantime, well, the I, point is, is I think he's already getting a chip on his shoulder. You see how he treats his media now? Uh, yeah, the I people have... that are, not, are the non-sayers, he's already he's already showing his colors. I want to tell you something too. Strongest County, I think, in Florida, as far as rule of law, is Polk County with Brady Judd down here. Oh, uh, yeah, he's going to be on the I'm show. I'm down in Charlotte, so I kind of left the paradise of that. But guess what? I had to go back to. I've, I've still got property up there. I'm closing down and everything. I went up there today and there was a major protest about illegals in Polk County. So where the hell was Ron on I-10 this month? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously, you know, uh, obviously, Tommy, can't be in t- he can't be in two places at once. And yeah, I think Kitty represents a, a large portion of the population down here. I understand what you're saying. You know, it, it's about the it's about the numbers of making sure that we are able to win in 2024. Um, but in the meantime, it, it, people feel like he's abandoned them. What would you say? Yeah, I was on a radio station in uh, Panama City, Florida, uh, like a week ago, and it was really a great education for me because the host there was knows DeSantis personally. I mean, that's just you know just west of Tallahassee, so you know, these people yeah. really knew the governor intimately, and they basically were saying to me they don't think he's ready to be president. Mm-hmm. They think that his well, he's not. doesn't relate to <laughs> that's him, another you know, thing, and that and that they think the best thing that he could do would be to become vice president. Because he'd be ready after being in the national spotlight, being the VP, talking, meeting people, and doing things like that. And I and I, w- I was very interested in their their viewpoint. That yes, there's people okay. saying I don't want to lose the guy. I wouldn't want to. Okay, lose but the guy. see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It sounds like everybody's still putting all their eggs, all their basket, you know, full of Ron eggs. We just talked about Byron Donald. Carrie Lake, I think, would be a much finer option, truthfully. Stop right there. there. In our Rasmussen poll, we we polled 
Trump with Marjorie Taylor Greene, Trump with Carrie Lake, Trump with you know other candidates. You can't believe how bad Carrie Lake did. When I said that DeSantis and Trump won 51 to 43 with with Carrie Lake, and I love Carrie Lake. I think she's an unbelievable patriot warrior. The, the Trump ticket lost to Biden with Carrie Lake. Wow. So again, you got to be careful. You got to be careful who it is. And 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 that's why I'm saying I, I, I wouldn't have mattered if somebody else was better than Ron DeSantis, I'd be on this show right now talking about getting that person. Okay. I want the best team I can get. The, de- the data shows me the best team is Trump DeSantis, not for four years, but for 12 years. Let me just say this, and then, Katie, we got to go on to the next caller. But, it, it, you know, this kind of reminds me, your, your approach here, Tom, it kind of reminds me of uh, of Moneyball. You know, I mean, like when they put together that team, the Oakland A's, and it didn't really make sense. It wasn't the team that everybody wanted, but it was the way that they worked together uh, and uh, and the feats that they were able to pull off with their various skills. And, you know, they they actually did it. So so I get where you're coming from, Tom. I get where you're coming. And Kitty, believe me, I hear you, too. I'm right. I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I, I I'm just praying it's kayfabe. Yeah. Ron holds yeah. out enough a couple more years and gets back to work. If he I, got back to work, I'd get off his ass immediately. I get you. I'm with you. Have a great guy. All right. Be Thank safe. you so much. God the storms bless. are coming. The planes were up tonight, today. The storms are coming, Zach. Be careful, baby. Be, be safe. Some rain up here. I'm telling you, I'm out. watching these chemtrails. We got lots. Well, God bye bless bye, you. Bye bye. We'll see you. Good stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, I love it. I love to hear how passionate the audience is. And honestly, you know, I mean, like I, I've heard a lot of people echo the sentiments that uh, that Kitty was as well. You made a great point about Byron Donalds. I love Byron Donalds. Uh, but, uh, you know, there there's also the same thing that uh, is true about Ron DeSantis. I don't think he's ready to be president yet either. You make a great point. You know, I mean, uh, often people cut their teeth in the vice presidential role and then they can come through and they can do a, a much better job than they would have been able to do on their own. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? This is Debbie Massey. Debbie, welcome to the program. How you doing? I'm doing great. We've been watching you for years. I watch you through my husband's channel on on Rumble. So anyway, well, th- thank you for being here. Moving. Anyway, my the point I want to make is I really like the caller ahead of me. She's on spot on Ron DeSantis. I'm not from Florida. I'm from Texas. And um, the one thing that you all aren't taking into consideration is that Ron DeSantis cannot run with Trump. They're from the same state. No, no, actually, you we cannot- we we, ad- we addressed this on a previous call. Go, go ahead, Tom, because uh, this is something that's come up before. It's real simple. We checked with the Federal Elections Commission before we ever promoted this idea. Donald Trump owns properties all over the United States. It's literally a matter of him filing a piece of paperwork that says, my residence is now Bedminster, New Jersey, where he has the golf club. Yeah. He, he can switch it. Okay. It's not yeah. an issue. So just a formality, and I, they would be able to take care of it. Okay. So, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, he could do that very easily if it, ca- if it came up. But honestly... We all love Ron DeSantis. We loved all the things he did. He came out fighting. He went against Disney. But that's kind of on a standstill, too. There's not a whole lot been going on on that. He came out running, you know, going full steam on that. And where's that gone now? 
Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you where I'll tell you where it's at, Debbie. It's actually it's in court right now. Uh, Disney is going to end up uh, giving up every concession that they had thought they previously were going to be able to carry on with um, that. You know, they, they lost they lost the power of the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Florida has started uh, taking over those services. Uh, Disney has uh, really made a big mistake in uh, in their earnings call not that long ago, and they recognized it. That's why they sued the state of Florida. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna win that fight yeah and despite the fact that they said they were going to leave (laughs) florida they're gonna have to invest another 17 billion dollars down here because they've i don't know how many billions of dollars of infrastructure they have but there is no possible way that disney could move what they have down here in florida to anywhere else in the united states they're here and we won it's just it's a formality at this point (laughs) i hope so i Mm -hmm. sure hope so Okay, well, you clarified a couple of things, for both you guys. but I Get still do think the fact that Soros has donated to to DeSantis's campaign. That's you know, no I'm just I'm all. still not sure on him. I'm on, I'm on the fence on him right now. There's no proof. There's no, that's, him. that's not true. That's just not true. So it's yeah, you not- we can we can check on uh, on the FEC website. I haven't seen anything to uh, the only thing that I saw was uh, Soros say that he was supporting Ron DeSantis. But you know, uh, Debbie, just remember that anybody. Because it's America, we've got free speech. Anybody can say whatever they want. And, you know, anybody can donate to whomever they want to. But it doesn't mean, you know, it would be like, you know, somebody who we didn't like donating to General Flynn's, uh, you know, nonprofit or something like that. You know, I mean, it it would show Mm -hmm. up, but it doesn't mean that General Flynn's captured or anything like that. But there's nothing wrong with maintaining a a skeptical disposition and uh, and continuing to to ask questions. So you're on the right track. Yeah, I I Anyway, I totally agree. I mean, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and yeah. you set me straight on a couple of things, so that's good. <laughs> good, good. Well, thank you so much for listening, and I appreciate you watching the show. Yeah, keep it going in yeah. Texas. Watch- there, you guys yeah. got a lot of problems with the illegal immigrants voting and things. Oh, hey, okay, I'm I'm in El Paso so actually. Keep fighting so. down there. You know, we got. I'm in El Paso. I'm Texas in the center of it. Oh yeah. God. Well, stay safe there, Deb. Yeah. Appreciate you. Where Nina Rodriguez lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where David right. lives. Yeah. Right on. We're, 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 we're back dab in the middle of it. But anyway, all right. Now you got other callers. So yes. thank you. Appreciate the time and keep on kicking. All right. God bless you. Thank you very much. God bless you too. All Bye-bye. right. Have a great night. We'll see you. Okay. Uh, next caller. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead and make sure you mute that stream. And can we get a name? Yeah, this is Will, uh, California. Will, welcome. I actually I saw the six one nine, and I was uh, I was wondering. So, uh, thank you very much for calling in. In uh, what's your what's on your mind? Well, I, I just think it's interesting. Nobody's talk about the uh, independent. I just found out a few days ago. There's a uh, if we remember the Arizona election integrity investigations and what happened back east uh, in a race. I think it was Massachusetts. A Dr. Shiva. Oh, yeah. uh, was uh, uh, is going to be running independent, and uh, I think it would be very interesting, very intelligent uh, uh, gentleman. And uh, I, I, I know he probably couldn't win, but I think it would be interesting if he and RFK obviously is going to get rejected by the DNC. Uh, if if those two ran as independents and had some. Um, debates, I think it could really strengthen the fact that maybe maybe we could break the two-party system. I don't know what you think, Tom. 
if our if our junior wants to fix his country and really wants to get rid of the you know, the communists that are taking over the Democratic Party, he should have declared he's running as an independent. Mm-hmm. If Robert F. Kennedy Jr. ran as an independent, it would guarantee Trump's going to win. Yeah, because there's just no way he would take he would take at least twenty percent, maybe more, away from whoever the Democrat, socialist, communist candidate is. That's what's disturbing to me that he's trying to run in the Democrat primary when you saw what happened with Bernie Sanders and us that they cheated. You know, Hillary Clinton, those guys, the super delegates, all that crap. And so I really wonder about him, you know, because he's smarter than that. Well, so, you know, I well, wish he would have run as an independent. Let me suggest something. Um, just because, well, first of all, RFK Jr. running as a Democrat. It reinforces the corruption that exists in the DNC for the people who have been paying attention. All those Bernie bros that sat by and watched the election stolen from Bernie back, uh, you know, all, all, all the way back then. Um, you know, they're, they're watching right now and they see virtually the exact same thing being done to RFK. And yeah. just because and so, I, you know, there's no way he's going to make it through the Democratic primary. I think there's a good chance, Tom, that he could run as an independent after he gets through that primary. You know, once uh, the, the, the I nation that's legal, Zach. Oh, you don't I, think. I, I, oh, gosh. Do I think that once you run in a party primary, you cannot run as an independent. So wow, he would have okay. to drop out before the first primary. Okay. If he dropped out before the first primary, he said, hey, man, this is just fixed. It's crooked. It's rigged. Be, you know, do his best Trump interpretation uh, or, you know, uh, you know, trip, uh, you know, just be like, you know, speaking to the truth about it. And, and he said he's going to run as an independent. He could do that. But if you run as a Republican or a Democrat, you can't get on the ballot as an independent. In these states, they don't allow that. It's illegal. OK, OK. All right. Well, you know, let, let me ask you this. And actually, uh, you know, Will, I, I wouldn't mind getting your thoughts on this, too. I, I've suggested this before. and It's gotten just about the same uh, response that uh, a Trump DeSantis unity ticket has. Uh, what about the possibility of a Trump RFK ticket? Did you guys uh, do any polling on that? Because, you know, it is it's it's a radical move, I you know, and it's only hypothetical. I'm just putting it out there so we can have a conversation about it. I'm not saying it's what I want. Uh, but I think that the implication of uh, any type of unity ticket for America uh, could have a, a, a healing potential. You know, I mean, like, yeah, RFK doesn't align with us and everything. But remember, he did meet with President Trump at um, at uh, at uh, Trump Tower in New York uh, when President Trump was uh, president elect. And uh, and I think that there's still an opportunity for RFK Jr. to have a place in Trump's new administration. What do you think, Tom? Did you guys test on that? So, first of all. Just about two weeks ago, RFK put out a statement saying, "He did. I he did." People are talking about this ticket. We, there's no way I will ever run with Donald Trump. We yeah. are totally opposite yeah. on so many. No. I wouldn't do it. So he's he basically took it off the table. Second of all, he can't do that if he runs in the Democratic primary. So if one primary takes place and it runs, he can't do that. He, it, it's not legal. So. You know, I, I just think that a lot of people got excited about that because it is a creative way to bring ourselves together. But yeah. If you go back to the We the People Convention uh, two years ago on our website, I wrote a passionate letter to President Trump asking him not to run as a Republican. Mm-hmm. Why, why subject yourself to these clowns? Run as an independent and basically tell every Republican that's in Congress and in the Senate. If you want a Trump endorsement, you got to run as an independent too. 
and then you'll see who the real rhinos are and who the real patriots are. Okay. Yeah. And I made it was right before CPAC. And I said, don't do it. Don't commit to running as a Republican. We need that third party type thing. And our polling showed that, I mean, I forget the survey said, but something like 66% of all Americans want a third party. Mm-hmm. They know that these two parties are corrupt. Yep. Okay. There's no representation there. And so I was trying to get Trump to lead that. And he didn't want to do it for whatever reasons. But you know, people always have to remember Donald Trump's not ideological, right? He's not an ideologue. He's not, you know, got this philosophy of, of politics. He's a pragmatic businessman. Mm-hmm. See problem, fix problem, move on to the next problem. Yeah. That's what he does. That's what makes him beautiful. Okay. But now we're in this situation where we're in an ideological war that what Davos and the WEF and all these people are about is communism. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about you know getting rid of individual liberty and freedom and enslaving people to work for them. And Donald Trump, you know, I hope is getting advice from people that are making it clear that that's who the enemy is. And China is funding all of it. And so we are truly at war. They're fighting us, and we're not even acknowledging we're at war. And Donald, and, and you know, like Dan Bongino says, Biden is bought and paid for. He's mm-hmm. an agent. He's a foreign agent. Why do you think we stopped investigating the uh, you know the institutes and all the universities that China was running? Why do Absolutely. you think you know we haven't done anything to stop China? It's because. The Biden's got tens of millions of dollars. It's true. This is a coup d'etat, and we are at real war. But most Americans would say, I'm insane. You're, what are you talking about? You're crazy. No, no, that's the truth. That's where we're at. And, and we need warriors to fight this war. And that's why I'm pushing so hard to push our best team on the field, because what we got to do is nothing short of what we did in World War II or World War I or in the Civil War or the Revolutionary War. We literally are going to need people with that kind of courage. Uh, Will, any I would have been the ultimate. It would have been the ultimate in my mind to have RFK as a running mate. Uh, insofar as I do believe Trump is missing out on a lot of potential voters when it comes to this. Uh, well, they used to call it a vaccine, then it went to genomic experiment, and now I think it's more well-known as a bioweapon. Yep, he yep. would have somebody on his side to protect him against those people that have left him for that. That's a very big issue. I just lost my sister, and I think I called in and talked to you, Zach, oh, uh, yes. a few nights after that happened. Oh, I'm sorry, and, well, uh, I remember, yeah. The ultimate compliment would be there's nobody else in this race that's talking about peace. I can't get anybody to talk about peace when I call and talk to senators. We need somebody, an adult in one of these damn committees to stand up and quit talking about war and talk about peace. We've already seen weapons winding up on our own southern border that we supposedly sold to Ukraine. Yeah, Yeah, you're right about that. A hundred percent. You know, this is this is the problem. You know, they, they want war. They want us to go to war. And, and who in their right mind wants to go to war except for arms merchants? Okay? Lindsey Graham. When, 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 yeah, Lindsey Graham. What we're doing to the, the ones that have a the, the ones that have a personal investment. Absolutely, they have yeah. their personal investments over there. It's a, it's a laundromat, guys. Yep. 
Now it's so true. Lindsey Graham and John McCain did yep. the same thing that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden did. I've yep. got pictures on my website of Lindsey Graham and John McCain in Ukraine arranging the same kind of kickbacks. Yep. And there's yep. a video I've of Lindsey Graham telling the Ukrainian troops that if they go to fight Russia, we'll stand beside them and the U.S. will you know will will support them. Yep. I see. You know, I think it's interesting to think about the fact that we are always talking about uh, Putin bad and we don't we forget about the 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 not neo-Nazis that have been trained, the bioweapon labs that were admitted by our own um, uh, 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 undersecretary and the innocent speaking people that have already voted in the East. You know, there's children on hit lists that only want to go to school and speak their Russian language. And yet we blame Putin for everything. You can say what you want about the man, but if he, but he protects his own borders, that's more than I can say for most of our team. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, obviously there's uh there, there's a lot of messaging uh, to push Americans to hate Russia and to hate uh, Vladimir Putin specifically. You know, I, I, this is this is also contentious in the patriot movement. I, many people either think you know Putin is a, is a despot, or they think that you know he's working hand in hand with President Trump. I, I don't always think that it's such a, a cut and dry situation. I think Vladimir Putin represents the interests of the Russian people far more than the vast majority of American politicians represent the interests of the American people. And I think that his well, interest. I think that their interests, as we knew in the end. The only losers are the citizens of all it's countries. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, peace is what we need. And uh, and and we have to start thinking about the long term effects of what's happening to our nation and, and what these globalist organizations are doing. You know, Tom brought up the, the WEF and the World Bank and, you know, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, all of these inter- all of these institutions are intrinsically aligned against the interests of sovereignty. Uh, they're there to capture that sovereignty so that they can put us into a, a, a regime, a global one-world government regime, and we, we've got to fight against it. Um, so listen, uh, uh, Will, I really appreciate you calling, buddy, and uh, I want to make sure we get this next caller. So thank you again. You got it, guys. Thank, take care. All right. Take care. God bless. Have a great night. Uh, White Knight 126 says no rant, just a tip. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And, you know, you guys, if if you'll remember at the time that Tom wrote that letter to President Trump, there was actually a movement uh, among the uh, uh, conservatives here in America, you know, asking President Trump to consider that possibility, creating the Patriot Party. You know, he was he was actually considering it. I I remember, you know, there was a lot of people talking about I talked about it here on the show. I I think that you're onto something there. You know, I mean, like anytime we've got the left and the right, and that's all there is, you know, it leaves uh, a lot of room for corruption. And it's the reason that the Uniparty is able to continue on because, you know, these, as I said early on in the show, these people are working together. Uh, The Uniparty has uh, goals that are aligned with each other and they play a role in front of the camera so that we stand out here backbiting each other and and sniping and going after uh, these bright shiny objects while at the uh, all at the same time in Washington D.C. they are colluding with each other to make sure that we remain enslaved and we've got to break out beyond that. Well, and, and the key thing there was that Trump was a unique once in history yes to do that. 
Okay, that's what you really need. He was, you know, Ross Perot almost did it. He did. But he was one and done, and he didn't continue. Trump had the ability to, you know, to get some legs under that. And like I said, by leveraging things properly, you immediately would have had some congressmen who were independent, and you would have broken that chain, okay? And that's, you know, again, if there's, if you're only 10% of the votes, you know, like with this debt ceiling bill, you can control everything. Yep. And so, you know, we kind of made that case. And, and and I really, you know, I really had hoped he had done that. But now, you know, we think we have a plan with this project 2025.org with Trump DeSantis as the potential, you know, team, the winning team. I think that we have the people in place if we could just get that um, that effort towards the swing states as far as the ballots and the lawyers and stuff. We're still working on that. That's the winning plan for our country to restore itself. And it's not a short-term plan. It's a long-term plan. And that's why I've been pushing it. Okay. I, and I understand where you're coming from. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Hey, Zach, this is First Amendment Rights. Oh, First Amendment Rights. It's so good to hear from you. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But listen, I'm no longer a Florida resident. What? Where'd you go? I had a calling. And I followed that, and I now live in Sarah Huckabee State. Oh, Arkansas. Good for you. Well, how's the move been? Um, it's been it, it's been amazing. It's Good. been amazing. But I do miss the involvement I had as a precinct committee member in Pinellas County. I definitely miss that. I I didn't see the first part of the show. I have a question, Tom. Where do you get your funding? All donors, uh, all small donors. Uh, We have about all small donors. Right. I have no. The biggest check I think we've ever gotten in fifteen years is like twenty thousand dollars. We got like one. Okay. All right. So here's my take. After I canvassed, first of all, I canvassed. For DeSantis. I, I helped put him in office. I was one of those people that went into action. And then after um, the precinct, after I discovered the precinct strategy, I became a precinct committee member. Mm-hmm. And I discovered how um, establishment, Demo- uh, establishment uh, Republican, our Pinellas County executive committee was they didn't even discuss the stolen election until august of 2020 and the only reason that was discussed is because the canvassing information was coming out on the same day as our monthly meeting in august and so they had uh the supervisor of elections come and speak that night and tell us all about their audit and what a perfect election we had. Julie Marcus, what a perfect election we had. How standard and safe. And um, uh, uh, secure it was. And I said, who did the audit? And she said, oh, we did. And... (laughs) I can tell you the Pinellas County precinct strategy resulted in there probably being 
around a hundred new um, people become precinct members. And boy, I'll tell you, that did not go down well at all. In fact, one of the people in the audience who called, who stood up and pointed his finger right down the line and called them all a bunch of rhinos and how dare they wait until August to even allow the subject to come up because I tried to discuss it. I tried to ask questions about it. They, they didn't mention Trump's name. From January to August, there was, there was no mention of the election. It was as though we were uh, being um, addressed by the same machine that in, in my world, it's uh, run by Satan. And I, I, I give it the name Satan because when Lucifer was an angel and he fell, he became Satan. And I believe with this spiritual war that's going on, that uh, Satan has his hand in everything that's anti-American. And our GOP in Pinellas County was part of that. There was definitely the effects of the evil that were running up against with the DNC, with the media, with corporate, uh, the corporatocracy. But listen, this information you're giving on the polling that you did, I have a hard time believing it. I have a hard time believing it because, first of all, you've got all of the information that President Trump has already come out with about how uh, DeSantis voted when he was in Congress. He voted to, to um, uh, reduce Social Security payments and to raise retirement age. Nope, that's not true. Oh, okay. That's it it true. is true. Oh, no, it is true. true. Must not. And not only that, but while he was in office during COVID, I lived through him shutting our state down. I mm -hmm. lived through it. Yeah, he did. And I tried to contact him, I would say at least a dozen times through email and phone call. And it was emailing the .gov um, email address that he was supposed to be contacted at. At least a dozen times I tried to contact him, querying him about why did he sign a bill that gave him the power to force vaccinate people? Why did he shut down our beaches? Why did, did he know that our county commissioners were um, preventing the community I lived in from allowing businesses to take down their masks required signs. I was, I was inquiring about things about the way he was governing the state. And do you know how many answers back I got? Take a guess. I say zero. Zero. Yeah. But again, I can vote for that they were, man. They were traumatized. They were being lied to. They were being fed bad information. How is that any different than what happened to Trump, right? But what Ron DeSantis did wake up. He did finally do better than most of the other people. So you can you can say, oh, he's not perfect, and he made this mistake, and he did. 
But does that listen? We let the deep state pick start. We let the deep state pick the last VP, and you see how that turned out. Um, I'm not. I'm not willing to let the deep state pick the next VP. And in my mind, DeSantis is no longer even a 2028 option for me, mm-hmm. because having lived in the state, having been, and in the emails, I even said I worked for your campaign how about an answer to an email don't make excuses for him i've received um responses back from politicians before desantis i I was at was it three different rallies in florida for president trump do you know how many desantis came to i have no idea take a guess none did he go to the rally so, when he won the first time? Who? Did when he who won? The rallies with Trump when he won the first time, governor. No. I don't think that's true. I think you're wrong. Uh, I think, I think that first of all, you're saying that President Trump is a liar. You're calling President Trump a liar. You're telling me I don't know what I'm talking about regarding the um, voting record of Ron DeSantis. And I, I, that's why I question where does your bunny come from? Because you're basically, when, when you told me, said, when you just said, said that, pre- said, that it's not true wrong. that Ron DeSantis voted when he voted the way that he did on Social Security, you're saying that's not no, true. So you're no. calling President listen, Trump a liar. Listen, Donald Trump exaggerates like nobody's business. We all know that. So you can't just take whatever he says is the truth. Guess what? Social Security wow. needs to be saved. Wow. Guess what? Rhonda Sanders wow. voted Tom. with the other Republicans to, who were Tom, trying to save Tom. that. So if you want to hold on let, let me just say something to you right now, okay? There's not a person you will ever meet that did more to elect Donald Trump president than Tom Zawistowski. You understand this right now. He does not become president if he does not win Ohio. Our governor was John Kasich. Remember John Kasich, who hated Trump, was running against Trump? He was our governor. The Republican Party in Ohio was sabotaging Donald Trump. You know who saved him? Tom Zawistowski and the We the People Convention joined with the NRA and elected Donald Trump by 8% when they said Hillary was going to win Ohio by 11 Guess what? Tom, I know. I have been a member of We the People. I actually, I actually have donated to your organization. So listen. I don't. No, no. You listen. I'm not against DeSantis. I'm for America, and you listen to get a clue about who your enemies are and who your friends are because you don't have a clue. Okay. You have. So if you want to, if you want to tell me. If you want to tell me, Tom, you've got to stop for a minute, okay? If you want to tell me that President Trump revealing 
Ron DeSantis's voting record on Social Security and retirement age is an exaggeration. Well, I'm sorry. We're going to have to actually agree to disagree on that. And that's about as nice as I can be about it. You want to imply that Trump is exaggerating. There's no no exaggeration there. He never does that. No, that's not one of his tactics. Of course not. No, Donald Trump exaggerating? Are you kidding me? I, I think you know. I, I think that what you what you're saying, First Amendment rights, is 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 right. You everybody will have to agree to disagree. You know, I, I look at what's happening with Ron DeSantis and, and Donald Trump, and I I see a lot of kayfabe. I I, th- I see people acting and and playing roles. Uh, at the end of the day, what's important to me is that Donald Trump is going to be the nominee once again. And uh, whatever Ron DeSantis is truly doing is going to be revealed. More than anything, I, I would prefer that he would stay governor of Florida. Um, but, you know, uh, Tom is coming from his position based upon the polling that they did. Obviously, people would like to see samples. Uh, you know, I don't know how, how far widespread it was, but, you know, we're, we're talking right. about a numbers game and uh, we're, we're on the same side. You can see the guy. So at the end of the day, my last point, this is my last point, and then I'll go. Okay. My last point is there's no room for exaggeration on DeSantis's voting record. It either is true, that's how he voted, or it's not. It isn't something that you can exaggerate about like it's the worst thing ever kind of statement that can be made. He either did or didn't. And you're saying President Trump is promoting a lie. And Tom, I'm sorry, that's not okay. Yeah, well, I didn't say he was a liar. I said he was exaggerating because DeSantis did vote for those bills. But just like a lot of bills that congressmen vote on, there's more to it than just the one point that Donald Trump's trying to make. And that's the exaggeration. Okay, and that's what DeSantis does. That's the I suppose the 149 Republicans that voted to raise the debt ceiling will use that same argument when their asses are going to be primaried out of office. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt that they're going to try that 149 GOP members that voted to raise that debt ceiling will use that same argument. But guess what? There's a time where, you know, you a line is drawn and that's it. In my world, we primary all 149. You better be careful where you draw that line because you got to live the fight another day. And this is a problem with a lot of people in our movement. They think it's black and white. It's not black and white. It's all gray. It's all gray. And and, and so you've got to stop this thing where, you know, they do one thing you don't like and they're done forever. You can't do that. You've got to be listen, I'm, I'm going to be 65 years old coming up. It isn't like I just fell off the turnip truck. Why I've been fighting in this battle for over eight years now, mm-hmm. specifically to save the country. You're not talking to some armchair, you know, somebody that doesn't know what the hell's going on. I have been, I spend hours every day, seven days a week for, for going on eight years now. I do know that there is a time where you have to say, that's it. The From this point forward. It. Well, listen, First Amendment rights, we're at the end of the show. So we've got to bounce there. But I thank you very much for calling and uh, and I appreciate everything you've done. Thanks. Thanks, right. Jack. Same. 
Catch at you. God Bye. bless you. We'll talk to you next time. All right, uh, Tom, I want to get your final thoughts here in just a moment, but let me jump over here to the Foxhole and say thank you to uh, Doug Simey for dropping that can. Michelle Ann with the cookie. C. Blanche, uh, salute you as well. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Uh, two cookies. C. Blanche dropped another cookie and then said, uh, I am Trump, period, dot com. <laughs> I've been done. Fuck the globalist rhinos. It's all too important. I'm with you. Uh, D Patriot 1776 says New Jersey Patriots primary on Tuesday. All 120 legislative seats on the ballot. Get out and vote. Uh, and uh, and Tom, uh, f- final thoughts. You know, I mean, did you have anything that you wanted to follow up on with First Amendment rights? And then uh, what do you really want people to take away from tonight's conversation? I think I think they need to stay focused on what's important. They got to stay out of the minutia. OK. And Project 2025.org. Get your butt over there right now and get involved with that because that's more important than anything else. Because we can elect anybody. We can elect Jesus to be the next president, and and he's going to need the people in government to help do the things we need to do. So don't lose that. Project2025.org. Go to wethepeopleconvention.org. Watch my podcast. Read the stories that we put up there because we do our worst research. We know what's going on, and we give people every podcast, we say, do these things this week because they will help protect and defend your individual freedom, liberty, and prosperity. That's what we're fighting for, your individual freedom, liberty, and prosperity versus state control. That's the fight we're in. I'm glad to be on with this act. It was a great time to be able to just get it out there and talk, and uh, I enjoyed listening to your callers and getting their perspective because. That's what we got to work with. We got to figure out a way to get everybody pulling in the same direction, even though they don't want to. Yep, that's very true. Uh, and now, uh, one final thought from me. I would love to see what uh, your polling would look like if you do it through Rich Barris. Are you familiar with Rich Barris? I'm, I'm familiar with Rich Barris, okay. but I don't have any relationship. Okay, well, I, I, I've i had him on the show before, and uh, his polling is uh, second to none. So anyways, just uh, a thought for uh, for future uh, numbers that you're looking to get. But thank you if very you much. For... Him, did he ever consider doing that? What stunned yeah. me, Zach, was that nobody polled Trump to Santis. Yeah. What yeah. would that be? For a year, I've been thinking about that. And finally, we pushed Rasmussen to do it. And the answer to that is... Because nobody wants Trump to Santis. The media doesn't want Trump to Santis. They true. want them fighting each other. The 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 uh, consulting class sure as hell doesn't want Trump to Santis because they're all going to make millions of dollars fighting losing races with Scott and Tristy and all that stuff. The rhinos don't want Trump to Santis. The only people that want Trump to Santis is we the people. Amen. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you being here, Tom. Thank you for everything that you've done. And uh, and if people want to do a dive on uh, We the People Convention donors, are, are, do you guys have that publicly available? Can can you go out and look at it? We are we are not a nonprofit. You're not we, a nonprofit. We're not a C three. We okay. are a what's called a taxable nonprofit. Okay. So we one of the things that we learned in the Tea Party is that they kept telling us we had to you know declare who our donors were and things. And we found out what happened when the IRS, you know, came after us. It's true. And so we found out how to do it. And people who donate to the We People Convention, we do not have to share your names with anyone. And we don't. 
Okay, excellent. All right. Well, uh, once again, thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody in the chat, even if it was uh, contentious at times. Uh, this is honestly how it goes. I mean, we have a system that's based around people having a battle of ideas. And uh, and when we have conversations about things, we're going to hash it out. Uh, one final thank you. Patriot714 says, thank you for your patience with this guest. And thank you for uh, being here as well. Uh, everybody, I will be back on Monday for uh, several episodes on several different channels, both here and on Badlands Media. Let me pass out the gold pills. There you go. And uh, Tom, thank you uh, once again for being here. And uh, we, the people convention.org, if you want to check out also uh, project2025.org, I'm going to go ahead and pass out that link right now in addition to your website. And uh, everybody at home, good luck and God bless. We will see you on Monday.